What's up, guys? It's Sabino, and this is the Growing Up Italian Podcast. This episode is going to be slightly different than what you're used to. Today, we're going to show you an exclusive conversation with Nick Verano, owner of Strega, and our very own Sal the Voice Valentinetti. If you haven't seen the episode yet, I advise you to go to it via link in the description and check it out. And as always, thank you all for your continuous support. One of the best parts about the north end of Boston is the food, the food and the tradition. So I'm going to introduce you guys to somebody who's been in this neighborhood for his entire life and been at this location since 2003 and many, many more. Let's go inside to Strega North End and meet Nick Verano. Handsome as always. Ah, me? God bless you. Look at this. You always got the zen, your head to toe. The only thing I'm missing are your eyes. Oh, stop. Hey, man, your eyes and your hair. Stop it. If I could, if I could have a, a place like this, I'd really be in business. Nah, because then you get big like me. Big, uh, how did I do it? How do you think I? This, do you think this happened by mistake? You realize I was three times your size five years ago? I don't believe it. Well, believe it. Believe I don't. The, the last, the last, the last thing that I seen that was three times my size crashed in the 40s. It was yeah. the Hindenburg. It went down in a field. Believe me, I was an E-clear away from 500, <laughs> believe me. And God but bless nice you. to see you. You're doing great. Thank God, no complaints. Family's I mean, good, everybody's good. You're doing better than great, but I, I don't want to start at the end. I want to start at the beginning, because that's where we're at right now. Strega North End, this is where it all started for you. That's right. But even back before then, your parents came here in 1968 from where? Calabria, Italy. So you color braids. Uh, thick-headed, very thick-headed. Well, that's what, it, you know, that's the, the good food. Yeah. You know, color braids, Italian culture in general, but color braids really centers around the table. Absolutely. A family table and just, you know, we're known for mostly olives, right? Sopressata, uh-huh. rubber picante, you know, a little spicy. And family of love and loyalty. That's right. Your family comes here in 1968. Were your parents already married? My parents were married in Italy, yeah. And uh, my mother came over here, and soon after she got pregnant, came right to this neighborhood. Uh, she went to hairdress, had me, went to hairdressing school, and opened a little beauty shop on Salem Street here on the North End. And it's been home ever since. So, your mother already had a business, yeah. and your father decides to open. Victor's. My uncle did. Your uncle? My uncle Victor, yeah. So my mother was one of 16 kids, 14 brothers. Uh-huh. And my uncles were my gods growing up, right? Good looking, Italian guys, the feather back here, hairy chest. We're all good looking. Then. Shirt buttoned down to here, gold chains. I wanted to be like them, the mustache. Hi, cousin. Your sister done a great job. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You You're the best. Uh, How you doing? Thank you. How are you? Nice to see you. Good, good to see you. My uncle opened up a convenience store. I, I saw him two hours ago. Did Said you? the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him standing outside the society. I was walking up. This, listen, you'll never find, not to get off base, but you'll never find an inner city Italian neighborhood like this in the country. Yeah. New York's the Mecca, but doesn't even come close for an Italian neighborhood. Philly, Chicago, California, there is nothing like this neighborhood. Listen, they're going to be so well fed 
that you talk about whatever you want and we'll, we'll put it in order. Perfect. But because that that's listen, that's conversations in general. Yeah. We're gonna go all over the place. So hey, my uncle, uncle started the yeah. store in 1982. My grandfather says, "I hate you. I'm lavori. You gotta go to work." So July 2nd, 1982, we opened the store at 4:30 in the morning, and I started slicing cold cuts, stocking shelves, filling refrigerators, and I worked from 4:30 in the morning to 11:30 at night, seven days a week. To the point that uh, 15, uh, freshman year of high school, I just decided uh, it wasn't for me school. In ninth grade, I came home, went to work, uh, and I never went back to school. The truant officers come to the house, and my mother says, what do you want me to do? He's going to work. He's now, yeah. I can't make him go to school because you couldn't leave school. He's not in 16. the street. Right. Right. And uh, followed my uncles, and I, I, loved it. I loved making people happy, and... You know, we never said no to anything. So you 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 fell in love with entertaining. I really did, honestly. Uh, one of the reasons why I look up to you so much, Ellen, you're much younger than me, right? You're not really much better looking than me, besides the <laughs> eyes. But one of the reasons because you have a talent, right? You know how to make people happy, right? By your voice and your talent, you have a gift, right? Yeah. So for me, my thing was. Make everybody feel special. Make everybody feel like they're Sal the Boys. Make everybody feel like they're a something and a celebrity. In this neighborhood, you got 114 restaurants. We all serve chicken, veal, pasta, all made with a different hand, but it's the same stuff. You know, it's the same. It's all how you make somebody feel, right? If a guy's on a date, I want him to get a fucking kiss or get laid down. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. If a guy's on a business deal, I want him to get a signature. So the next time, when she chooses to go out with him or not, she's going to say, I want to go to Strega. When they have a business deal to close, they're going to come closer to Strega. So they feel good. Salud. So that leads us to 2003. You decide, I love the business. I love people. I love entertaining. I want to make people happy. Yeah. You open Strega North End. Yes. The decision to open in the North End, where did that come from? The neighborhood I grew up with, the neighborhood I love. Mm -hmm. A lot of my mentors. Because the rent ain't cheap over here. No, the rent wasn't cheap. And a friend of mine had owned this restaurant for many years. And I came in one night on a Friday night uh, with my wife. And he was slow. And every restaurant was busy. And, uh, I said, Frank, I said, would you ever think of selling me the place? And he was a real character. You know, high chef, how you? About five, six hundred pounds, a real nothing legend. We, we made a deal two days later. I'm at his house. Make a deal. I got the place, I opened up Strega. But the one thing I did different, you talk about entertainment, right, is I wanted to have an opening that people remembered, right? We're not New York. We don't have Wall Street. We're not L.A. We don't have Clooney walking in the door or one of the Kardashians walking in the right. door, right? We're Boston. Our celebrities are our athletes. Right? Yep. That's our Boston, That you know. So, but at the time, the hottest show on TV and maybe cable history was The Sopranos. Right? That's right. So what better place than the North End, Italian-American, greatest in the city neighborhood, to have the cast of The Sopranos come to a grand opening of a 50-person little restaurant. So I made a call to uh, Big Pussy, uh, who was a friend of mine, Vincent Pastore. Yep. I called him up. I says, hey, Vin, any chance you come to my grand opening? He says, what do you open? I said, a little restaurant. He goes, like, I don't know. He says, next day, he called me back. Come pick me up. I'll come. I says, how do I get the other cast members? You're going to go through their agent. I make a call out to LA, he gives me the agent's number. I said, I want the cash surprise. He goes, where are you open? At a hotel? You gotta remember, it is the single biggest, hardest show at the time. Everything's That's right. relevant. Right? Everyone was after these people. Every so he says, uh, how big is this restaurant? I said, nah, 50 seats. He goes, what? He says, 
yeah. So I made a deal with the guy over the phone. I said, I'll give you the money, and you'll have it in two hours. He goes, I'll tell you are in Boston. I says, don't worry about that. He says, he says you got to get him this. He says, anyway, the cast of Sopranos comes to the North End. Mm-hmm. Strago opens up, May 29, 2003, in, makes in the Nick, front In four. Nick Verano fashion, you basically say, whatever they need, I'm going to have. Correct. Don't worry about nothing. I want them here. I want them here. Yeah. The next day, they get here, makes the front full. This is now before Instagram and TikTok and right. Facebook and all that. So it makes the front fold of the Boston Globe, Boston Herald, right? Wow. Sopranos visit their friend Nick Verano's not the eatery. Well, guess what's up? The next night, you couldn't walk by. You couldn't get in for months and months and months. You couldn't get in. And, and the rest is history. I got lucky with the athletes after. Four years at this location. You have a young family at home. You're busier than ever. You decide it's time to open up another restaurant in the North End, on the same street, on Hanover. I mean, you know, a lot of restaurateurs will say, I'm gonna go to the other side of town, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try, but you tried a different concept in the same neighborhood. Yeah, so uh, I, I named it after my first bar, my son, Nico, right down the street. Because in life, Sal, you gotta learn. If you're not willing to lay it down, you can never pick it up. That's right. Right? You can't complain if somebody else has something. You can't hit a $20 number if you don't play a $20 number. That's right. Am I right? That's right. You don't go out and try out for what you did in your life, the success you've had, right? If you stay home on the couch that day instead of say, you know what? I'd be I singing in my shower. Exactly. So you had to lay it down and pick it up. That's right. So I said, fuck it. Take a shot. I got the recipe. Treat everybody special and don't make anything a big deal. Everything's just a deal. Somebody don't want something, they're like, relax, take it off the check. It's about them. You treat people like family. It's about them, right? Yeah. You work hard for your money, yeah. you can go eat whatever you want, whatever you want, right? You don't have to come here. It's what brings you back here. Make the person happy. That's really it. There is no secret. Yeah. Obviously, your experience is memorable. Because then another three years later, you're opening up your first steakhouse. Now, steakhouse is kind of a different concept, right? It's it's a little bit of a of a different flair. Obviously, different menu. Actually, uh, you want to come back to that? You can cut it. Straight the waterfront was next. Oh, and that's new. Sequel, 2010, yeah. right, right, right. That changed everything. Right, right, right. Straight the waterfront and the new. What was sequel? the developer's name? Joe Fallon. Joe Fallon comes to you in 2009. Correct. Right. Uh, you're open. You're open here now for six years. Six years. Down the block for two, you're cranking. Joe Fallon's sitting, eating. He says, "What does he approach you? Do you approach him?" Actually, our old mayor, who was the uh, longest mayor in Boston history, was Italian Mayor Menino. That's right. I used to hold signs for Tom Menino as a kid. Wow. He calls me and says, "Nick, where are you?" I says, "I'm in the North End." He goes, "My friend Joe Fallon is going to change the city of Boston. He's going to develop a city down the seaport." Like you've never seen. Goes, and the seaport was nothing. Was parking lots, nothing. It was, yeah. I mean, nothing. There was one restaurant open at the time, Jimmy's Harborside, which was in, in actually two Anthony's before that were legendary boss restaurants that were going out of business. There's nothing there at the time, nothing but parking lots on three streets on the ocean. So he says, he's going to call you in 15 minutes. Don't say no to him. Yeah. Calls wow. me. I go down and see him. He shows me what he's going to do with uh, the seaport, and I go, nah, come on, George, there's nobody here. Wait, and right now, 11 years later, we're the oldest restaurant down there yep. for ISO, and it is the hottest, most expensive real estate 
from here to New York. You talk about your grand opening here as being something of legend. Your grand opening at the waterfront was a bash. Yes, well, we had a friend of yours, Chaz Palmateri, came right. down. Uh, Tony Sorico, Paulie Walnuts came back down. Uh, we had a few good bands, and we just had a, a great, great night. Because I realized that, you know what, if you open up and give the city yep. a show, and make everybody feel good, invite everybody in the city. Make it an event. Make it an event. Let them meet people that they would never think that yeah. they could meet, shake hands and take pictures. It has a value. So many people stop you walking down the street here, Sal. You bring in points. It makes everybody feel good. So I figured if you could do that, they're going to come back. And at that point, you know, you're seven years in the neighborhood. So it's like it's like Boston's cousin Nikki opening up a place. We all got to go. We all got to be there for right. that. And they showed up, and, and Waterfront became tremendous. The Mecca. Yeah. Boston. I mean, you talk about athletes. Yeah, I mean, listen. Anybody could, could, that was... Could you drop some of the names that have been through Strago Waterfront? Absolutely, because they've become friends. Yeah. I mean, Everybody has been through Strigo. I mean, from from Boston athletes, you have David Ortiz, uh, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. Uh, these guys were there every single night. All the Red Sox, wow. all the Bruins parties were there. And then all the Patriots players were there. Uh, Edelman, Brady, everybody came through mm -hmm. at some point. And then they would tell their other, you know, other teams across the league, and LeBron James was one of my first customers here in 2003, Summer League. Here, wow. Right here, he's 17 years old. He had a Yankees hat on. In a, uh, oh, no. Yeah, uh, in a uh, Jay-Z t-shirt on. I know I know you got respect for the Yankees, but yeah, I know I do. With DiMaggio, just because of DiMaggio, but yeah. with Boston. Yeah. And I told LeBron when he came in, you can't put on the hat in there. He started laughing. I go, <laughs> and he, ever since then, till this year when he was with the Lakers, they came and took the place. So 17 years later, 18 years later, wow. he still remembers his rookie year, 17 years old, him, Maverick, Paul, coming in here and me treating him with respect. And I, to this day, they've all come through everywhere. I think the best part about that, too, is because you are such a neighborhood installation that when the people of the North End, when the people of Boston, when people from the North End come back and they're sitting and eating at one of your places, and they see one of their favorite athletes, one of their sports heroes of the town. Oof. It's it's like it's unbelievable. Im immediately, that person becomes a regular guy yeah. because yeah. they're they're one of Nikki's people, you know. Yep. Two thousand and thirteen is Strega Prime yes. in the suburbs. Steakhouse. That's right. Three hundred person steakhouse in the suburbs to try something different and to get out of my lane a little bit and try an Italian steakhouse. Yeah. And we had, uh, I think people, you know, also the Jersey Boys come perform for that grand opening. That's right. Yeah. Cast the Jersey Boys, I was with the, the finale of America's Got Talent. Yeah. And they came and did the grand they opening. They came and did the grand opening for that. And once you kind of got the whole yeah. inner workings of the steakhouse and everything, you, I mean, you got it down right away. Because you, the, the formula kind of is the same. Even though, even though it's a different style of restaurant, you're still treating people like VIPs. And that's what people remember, and that's what people come back for. That's right. 2015, you opened Strip. Oof. And that changed the game. Changed the game. Brought Las Vegas and Miami to Boston for the first time. Because it, was, it wasn't just the restaurant anymore. It was the nightlife. It turned over into a destination it, 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 for, it, for celebrities and, uh, you know, everybody and that Bostonians to alike. Everybody had yeah. to come by Strip. That's right. Had that's to, right. That's what they heard. That was where the vibe was. That was where the energy was. Yeah. And exactly what you said. I brought entertainment, nightlife, and 
the finest menu and the finest steak is, steaks in the city. Because you love Vegas. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit of an avid gambler. So, I, yes. I, so I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Something I, I don't think a lot of people are going to notice is that we both got a glass of wine. You didn't take a sip. It's full of shit. Yeah, I don't drink it. That's right. I've never had a drink my whole life. Never tasted it. Never nothing. But when a toast, I'll toast it. I'll put it to my lips out of respect uh, because I don't want it to bring bad luck to the person you're toasting with. But, but I do. But you're shocked. You're always on. I like to have a clear head, yeah. Yeah. What? Clear head? I, I would say that you're far from able to have a clear head with everything you got going on. Actually, and we'll probably get to it, I got very lucky. I have an amazing family that now I've taken a little step back. So, we'll, we'll, we'll get right to that, because then, because it's just encore, and then I want to get right back to your family, because that's... But let's talk about the Strip Grand opening. Well, yeah, so Strip, 2015, Vegas meets, meets Boston. Yes. You know, New Vegas meets Old Boston. You bring it together, and it becomes a nightlife destination for the city. Incredible. I called another friend of mine to come, and we had over 5,000 people come to that grand opening. Mm -hmm. We had Cool in the Gang, which was one of my favorite uh, groups of all time. But uh, more importantly, uh, my dear, dear, dear friend Jamie Fox came, and he stayed and hosted the event for me for five, six hours. He's the coolest Mary guy. Mary Blige came through and all that. <laughs> I mean, it was... Um, but but yeah. uh, Jamie's become like a brother to me, a family yeah. to, like an uncle to my kids. And uh, he came and, again, the next day, Boston never seen a party like that, right? We don't have these celebrities. Right. You know? uh, and anyway, Strip became the spot for anyone that's anybody to come to Boston to go to. Are you called? I, <laughs> I jinxed Somebody it. Jinxed it. We I'm don't a have jinx. You are a I'm a cat. jinx. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking for well, me, they're Sabino. Looking for <laughs> so, but right back to Boston, never had anything like this. So I wanted to bring almost uh, what STK did in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. You mix entertainment, nightlife, and to bring it back also to what, who I think is the greatest to ever do it for Italian Americans, Stevie Matarano did it for a lot of the old Matarano's, was bring a little bit of entertainment yeah. into dining. Make it a show, right? People don't have the money that you know, they can go to dinner every three, four nights. So when they go out, give them a night out. Give them an experience. Yeah. And I put that all packaged in together into uh, Strip by Strager, and it blew up. Yeah. that That's really cool. You give a nod to Steve Monterano. No question. Yeah. Without him, you wouldn't see any of these TVs or movies. When I went into his place, and I fell in love with it, and I actually... Probably one of the few people that called them before I did it. That's right, because I know I, a lot of people that don't. Who've, who've and done I, it and haven't called. And you can ask Stevie, <laughs> and I called him, and he gets all the credit in the world yeah. when it comes to that. Yeah, he's the best at. It. He's the Godfather. You know what? And and I didn't know. I didn't even know. I, I mean, I, I imagine that yeah, you I'm and from Steve, Boston, but yeah, right, I imagine you and Steve would know each other being in the business. But I, I finally put it together because you mentioned that that he was an inspiration. Come on. Let me go me a shout. Biagio. Biagio. Ciao, piacere. Ciao, piacere. Biagio. Sto facendo film. Yeah, sto facendo You're on Netflix already. Can I get on Netflix? Netflix? You're on Netflix already. Can I get on, please? Ti piglio tempo mio per spendere un Netflix. No, mai. Allora, che cazzo, Mango sei mesi. He's a 
neighborhood legend. So it's from my uncle Biagi. He came from Sicily. So strip becomes an overnight success. Yes. Right. The grand opening is tremendous. Jamie Foxx, Cool and the Gang. It's a and Jamie Foxx probably did sing with Cool and the Gang at some point. I did. imagine. He did. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, you got people. People already know that for the last twelve years in in Boston, your name is it when it comes to fine dining. When it comes to neighborhood eats. Yes. And now when it comes to nightlife, that Miami Vegas flavor. Let's take it now to one of your favorite pastimes, and that's the casino, right? We talk about bringing that Vegas flavor to Boston. Yes. Steve Wynn uh, builds a casino right in your backyard, and you know you got to be in on that. You know you got to be involved. You and Frank DePasquale, yes. another neighborhood legend. Yes. How does that come about? I mean, a, a casino, that's like, you know... So for many, many years, I was probably going to Las Vegas every three, four weeks for probably 20 years. That's a yeah. fat track uh, to go every three, four weeks. But I was a, what in this neighborhood you call a degenerate gambler. <laughs> I like to say more as my friend Jenny says, an avid gambler. That's right, uh, a profession. Exactly, but not very good at it, so to, to be honest. So anyway, through being out there so much, you build relationships, build a network, build friendships. And again, treating everybody from the doorman to the bellman to the limo driver to the butler with the most respect and everybody smiling happy. That's and right. No one's better than anybody. Right. We'll put our pants on the same They know you as soon as you walk through the door. Right, just make everybody feel special. Yep. And, and that's where I got a little bit of the culture, right? How to develop somebody and how to make somebody feel good. Anyway, from building the relationships, Steve Wynn and the Wynn Group are gonna open up a casino in Everett, Massachusetts, which is a stone throw less than a mile away from my original restaurant. And that's called Sky... No, no, that, that's, no. that's called Boston Encore Boston Harbor. Encore Boston Harbor. Encore well, no, Boston you're talking about Everett. Yeah, that's oh, in Everett. Right, right, right. We're, yeah, yeah. we're getting there. So Encore Boston Harbor mm -hmm. is in Everett, right? Even though it's Encore that's Boston right. Harbor. But it's less than a half a mile from the north end. That's right. Believe it or not, the water touches Boston, everything touches Boston. And he's going to build so... It's going to be a dream of mine to, A, to partner up with Encore, right? Yep. And win the greatest name in gaming. Yeah. Right? And The, the hotel to stay out on the, the Vegas Strip. The hotel. Uh, and uh, one, another one of my mentors in this neighborhood, as far as restaurants, uh, a true North End restaurant legend, Frank DiPasquale, has been a friend of mine for 30 years. That's right. So I always looked up to Frank and, and went to him for advice anytime I needed it. Like me, never knew the word no. And we teamed up. We had a meeting with them. We said, we'll do it together, right? Yeah. Frank and I, and we convinced them that if you're going to do a restaurant, hotel, casino, five-star in Boston, we're the guys to put the That's Italian right. American culture and feel and that and bring Boston over to Encore. And we were fortunate enough and blessed enough by them for them to choose us. And we opened up Fratelli, which means brothers in Italian. 2019 correct which takes us right into 2020 you made a a pretty intense decision at this point you have seven restaurants eight restaurants yes. in 2019 yes. you've now just kind of achieved the dream you have your your place your hands 
in the Encore Casino, you and you and the wind group are now intertwined. Yes. You sit back and you think about your loved ones. You know, you think about the legacy you've built. Let's talk about your family. Because you made the decision last year to sell most of what you've built, to pass it on. And, you know, me, like, you build, you build these restaurants and they're your babies. But are they really? Are they really as important to you? Are they really, uh, what I want to ask you is, are they the most important thing to you? And so, so that did, it's a very good, very good question in the way you put it. And uh, excuse me if I get emotional, but I can't talk about a few things. My mother being one of them, God rest her soul. Yeah. And my children, or my family, or my uh, my sisters. But um, yeah. So it's about quality of life too, right? Yeah. I was 49 years old. I worked out since I was 12 years old. And you talk about sometimes, you know. God or your mother or somebody up in heaven looking down on you, right time and timing's everything. And this amazing opportunity came up that this uh, public company, uh, hospitality group from uh, overseas. One second. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So the hospitality group. So this uh, company out of uh, actually uh, Ireland uh, comes over. Duro. Danu Partners. Danu. 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 They own the Smith and Walensky's around the world. That's right. And they love the Strega brand. Mm -hmm. And they approached me about they were going to increase their portfolio about buying the Strega brand in the restaurants that I wanted to sell if I was interested to. And this was uh, the deal went through January 27th. 2020, about 40 days before COVID, wow, and the pandemic, wow, came through, and the deal happened. And at that point, I sold the the brand Strega, uh, and I sold Strega Waterfront, yep, Strip by Strega, and Strega Prime and Wuven, along with the brand to a public company, uh, just so I could spend more time with my family and talk about timing. Timing, I so it's funny. About a month after the the sale, I get a call by our governor here, yeah, he's a friend of ours, and actually a, a, a Boston legend, Mark Wahlberg, actually said, "Holy fuck, did you get lucky? What the <laughs> fuck? Did you know this thing was coming?" I says, "Mark, I says, honest to God, you talk about being lucky. If this deal waits another month, I could be homeless. You know, I could lose everything. You know, I, who knew that the world was going to come to an end." So I, I got very lucky, but I think you create your own luck. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think that my mother was looking down from heaven and sent the, this amazing company into my life. Yeah. And I could take a little time to sit back, relax, and enjoy more time with Nico, Marina, my wife, and just family and friends. You know, everything good? You know, your mother, you say that your mother's memory and your mother's essence is what kind of led you to make this decision. You made an agreement when you sold the Stregan. You said everything but my place is in the North End. Yeah. 
you said I'm going to preserve what I have in the neighborhood I grew up in absolutely and turn my focus back to home that's right in more ways than one with your family with with Marina and Nico and your wife and your and your siblings and and everybody and, and then with the people who you held in such a high regard the people you treated like family all these years the people who you made special feel I made feel special yeah. for two decades yeah. almost yeah. and even longer than that if you if you think about uh, victors and all that uh, are you are you happy I'm ecstatic I'm so happy yeah I'm so happy for many reasons a because I'm truly blessed uh, two I have the most amazing family kids wife ever and I have my sisters who I adore, my sister Rosanna, who now oversees everything down here. Yeah. Uh, this one, yeah. and listen, people have different blessings, right? Yeah. Some people are tall, dark, and handsome. I'm short, fat, not so handsome. But I'm blessed with love, family, and loyalty among friends, like nobody else. That's a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. How important is it to keep it all in the family. Very important. Extremely yeah. important. But to me, family is not just blood. Family is people that were good to you when you needed help, when you were down, yeah. and they never turned their back on you. Wise man once told me, family isn't who you're born with, it's who you die for. Whoever told you that was a very smart fucking wise guy, because wise man, because <laughs> that is a very good you know? Beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, listen, I, I'm not stopping, right? Meaning, no. So, so now I want to help my daughter has an idea. Uh, Marina, who you know, uh, everyone calls her Re. Refresh, right? To live a yeah. healthier lifestyle. Obviously, I don't fall under that. Right. But uh, so we're looking at a concept. Well, she knows the struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So we're, we're, we're going to be starting hopefully a, a new uh, a new venture with her that I can help her. She has that entrepreneurship. Yeah. In her and. I'm gonna start something with her. Good thing you had a mother like you did to encourage you and push you towards this. Because it, it kind of gave you the lesson you needed to know that, listen, sometimes your kids may know better than you. Oh, 100%. Rosanna, will you bring me the picture of me and mom? I wanna show you something. So yeah. My sister, right, is my mother reincarnated from me, even though she's a lot younger than me. Yeah. Right? She is a uh, monumental person in my life. This is my sister, Rosanna. But in every one of my restaurants, this is the last picture before my mom died of uh, Mother's Day. Uh, outside my restaurant, Nico, uh, in 2008 or nine before she passed away, that I have in every one of my restaurants. And it's almost to give each place a blessing. But. You know, you could tell what you're thinking right there. You know, you could you could look at your face and know that that feeling is uh, irreplaceable. So the way she made me feel, I want to pass it on to my kids. God bless you. God bless you. I think now we should take a walk. Well, I think I think first we're gonna try some of this incredible food that people talk about. And then we're going to take a walk and go meet 
one of your other inspirations, another neighborhood legend. Absolutely, Frankie Pasquale. That's right. So, the future of Nick Verano. Uh, 